0: Denzel Washington closes out the summer movie season with a bang, but does The Equalizer 3 do this trilogy justice? I give you my thoughts right now. This video is brought to you by AG1. Go to drinkag1.com Dan for a special offer and stay tuned after the review for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle and these are my thoughts on The Equalizer 3, the last movie of the summer movie season here on this Labor Day weekend. The Equalizer 3 is the third and supposedly final film in a trilogy based on the 80s TV series. Antoine Fuqua returns as director along with screenwriter Richard Wink, and Denzel Washington returns as Robert McCall, the retired government assassin who we find at the tail end of one of his private enterprise altruism missions with several bodies already on the floor. Your yeah, man to my left finger on the trigger, but he's a foot two. Close, which renders your man to my right dead already. He just doesn't know it yet. I feel sorry for his family. While recovering from this mission, McCall finally finds a place that he can call home in the small Italian town of Altamonte. But he also soon discovers that the Camorra, basically the Italian mafia, have designs on taking over the town. So McCall does what he does best, kill people to protect the innocent. Whatever it is that you and your friends do, please do it somewhere else. You warning me? I'm preparing. (laughs) It's been nine years since the first Equalizer film. It's been five years since The Equalizer 2, and one thing I think that The Equalizer 3 does smartly is to acknowledge the fact that Robert McCall is getting past his physical prime. I mean, Denzel Washington at this point is pushing 70, and it would be beyond absurd, really, to ask the audience to believe that he is basically Jason Bourne. They're allowing the character to evolve over time and over this trilogy, and it works, because otherwise it would just have been too much to ask. I think other movies like for example the Taken series have tried to convince us that the aging action stars in them have the abilities of a 35 year old man, that's just not the case here. Robert McCall uses shadows and stealth in this movie, he uses the element of surprise to take down these much younger and usually much stronger mafia guys, and as I was watching what he does, you know, jumping out at people and cutting the power and using the dark to his advantage, I realized that he's basically in this movie a humanitarian slasher. This movie takes on a much different tone when you think of it from the point of view of the mafia guys, and basically Robert McCall is Michael Myers. They're like scenes that are taken straight out of a Halloween movie. The difference here is that we are rooting for Robert McCall because he's killing bad guys and not victimizing teenagers. The Equalizer 3 isn't just a reunion of the off-screen creative team, it is also a reunion between two co-stars, Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, who starred together in 2004's Man on Fire, one of the final few films from the late great Tony Scott. While it would be really cool if it was revealed somehow that Man on Fire and The Equalizer were a shared cinematic universe, that is not unfortunately in the cards. Dakota Fanning plays Emma Collins, a rookie CIA agent whose search for an international drug ring intersects with McCall's vendetta after he tips her off about illegal activity. You kill him. <laughs> I look like a guy who kills people. i warming to the possibility. <laughs> Too shit. And you can tell that they were able to pick up their chemistry, even though Dakota Fanning was much, much younger in Man on Fire. They have a very easy rapport. There's an energy and a propulsion to their scenes because there are also scenes where you have this young CIA agent who's testing McCall because she's trying to figure out Why are you invested in me? And why do you want me specifically to look into these things? And of course, that's answered over the course of the movie. I enjoyed The Equalizer 3, but I did keep waiting for it to sort of kick into a higher gear. They basically shift up into third for the entire movie pretty early on, and then they just keep it there. And while it does keep a sense of energy and propulsion throughout most of the running time, I also kind of kept waiting for another shoe to drop. But no, this is really just about Denzel Washington taking out a bunch of mafia bad guys. Yes, they are just despicably evil, but the movie did feel a bit anticlimactic because I was waiting for that escalation that you see in most movies. However, I will acknowledge that the movie does dispatch a lot of these guys in ways and in an order that I wasn't expecting. So it's not entirely devoid of surprises. And the major thing this movie has going for it and this franchise has had going for it is Denzel Washington. I was driving home and I was trying to think about, have I ever left a Denzel Washington movie and thought Denzel wasn't good in it? I've left Denzel Washington movies that I didn't like. The movie just didn't come together for some reason, but I cannot ever recall a specific where he wasn't good in a movie, and he's also really good in this movie. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. ba da ba ba Movie. The cinematography is also lush but moody from the great Robert Richardson, who also shot this year's Air and many other great movies. So much of McCall's presence is in the shadows lurking in the background, and Richardson shoots this film beautifully. It really does show you the advantage of having a cinematographer on an action movie that really has a great grasp of the language of cinema. Not to say that others don't, but Robert Richardson is one of the best directors of photography working today, and every single movie shows why across pretty much every genre. Antoine Fuqua, I think, is also an underrated director, and he has a really great grasp on his main character and the tone of the series. While The Equalizer may not be one of the most successful movie trilogies of all time, if we're talking box office, I would argue that it is one of the most consistent trilogies. And if you have like a lazy rainy day in the next two or three years, I think you could do a lot worse than just sticking on all three Equalizer movies and enjoying a a trio of badass Denzel Washington performances. Times have changed at the box office, but it is good to know that there are actors and a filmmaking team out there that can make a competent adult thriller. And while The Equalizer 3 is not gonna be one of my favorite movies of the year, I enjoyed it. I got several laughs out of Denzel Washington dry, often kind of gallows humor in the movie, and I also appreciate the fact that this movie is under two hours long, because I think anything longer would have been overkill. You know Hollywood is upside down when a movie like this, which would have been a safe bet in years past, is no longer that safe, but still, if you're a fan of Denzel, of the franchise, of action, or of adult dramas, I think you'll enjoy this movie, if only as another movie from one of the last and most dependable real movie stars. On my personal chart, I'm giving Equalizer 3 an it's good rating and it does get my recommendation. I will say that either watching or brushing up on the previous two Equalizer films is not required but recommended. There are a couple of things, especially as you get into Act 3, that sort of serve to tie together all three of these movies and I think you'll appreciate them more if you're a little bit more familiar or fresh on those other two films. So those are my thoughts on The Equalizer 3. What do you think? Will you be heading out to the movies this Labor Day? Let me know down in the comments below, and as always, thank you so much for joining me. Before we go, I want to thank the sponsor for this video, AG1. I've been talking about AG1 on the show for a while now, and I've also been drinking it for a while, and I really don't keep to routines very well, because life as a guy running a YouTube channel is pretty chaotic. But AG1 makes it easy, it's just one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day, and that's it. I've stuck with it not just because they sponsored the show, but also because it feels great to know that I'm giving my body so much of what it needs every day with very little time commitment or complication. If you can stir some powder into water and drink it, then you can take AG1. I've even converted a couple of my family members. My cousin also drinks AG1, and has been enjoying it. Each scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, which means that it can benefit everyone differently. I, for one, enjoy its support for gut health and my immune system. AG1 also comes in convenient travel packs, so I always have some with me, even when I'm on the road. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com Dan. That's drinkag1.com Dan. Check it out. Thanks to AG1 for sponsoring this video and thank you for watching. Be sure to stay tuned right here on the channel for more movie news, reviews, box office, and more. Until then, stay safe and I'll see you next time. Bye.